0: This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome friends to another Freedom Fighter Podcast. I'm Derek Moyer. This week we continue our uh, focus on not a losing heart in our COVID world. And I'm really excited today to be sharing on Fear Free. Um, There's a quote that's been circulating around Facebook that said, ships don't sink because of the water that's that's around them. Ships sink because of the water that gets in them. Don't let what's happening around you get inside of you and weigh you down. And I mean, (laughs) the question is, in this pandemic you know, undoubtedly, something's got inside of us, we've, we've, we've lost heart in some way, identifying that, and being able to fight against that, and attack that, and get our hearts back, and our joy back, that's what this message is about, so, I pray you're blessed as you listen to it, and, uh, enjoy guys, cheers. Uh, so today, I really, I really have got a, you know, a real, I feel it's like am really excited about this message, Um Something that's really burning in my heart after I experienced something in some people I was speaking to. I'm just going to open up in prayer. And uh, trust God for this is going to bless you and bless those who are going to listen to it. Um, I love the scripture that says, How beautiful are the feet of those in the tops? Those who preach the gospel of peace. And bring glad tidings of good things. So, I just pray today, God, that that my feet, God, will be, uh, Lord, will be beautiful to those, God, who hear these things. And, God, thank, thank you, God, for that sense of clarity, that sense of, uh, Lord, vision, that help. Oh, God, that sense of courage and encouragement that's coming fr- from these uh, words, Lord, the faith. That f- hopes uh, increased, faith built. Oh God, and uh, there's a there's a joy that that results from hearing the truth. So I just pray that for every person listening, in the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. So the context was I I was speaking to somebody, and I knew, I knew afterwards that this was pretty significant because we're talking about how to no lose heart in the COVID world. When I spoke to John Eldridge the other day, there, you know, he was talking about the importance of guarding our hearts, you know, and we lose heart, because something, we, we lose sight of something, you know, something enters into our hearts, so, I'm not mentioning, the, the it was friends of mine, uh, who I was speaking to, and I was almost sensing, that, what they were saying was, contaminated, with sadness and discouragement, they were saying the right things, but it was through, like, you know the 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 stuff that was in their heart that you know that that was still weighing them down. They were they were they were they were sharing, you know, about being grateful and different things like that. But I could sense the heaviness and the discouragement from them. And uh, so I, I really I really, uh, you know, felt God what was that all about? You know, and, and I started a research about that. And uh, and then Tommy sends a. Uh, I know we've all seen it on Facebook, you know the, the there's a wee quote goes around that says ships don't sink because of the water around them. They sink because of the water that gets in them. And the, the last wee line says don't let what's happening around you get inside of you and weigh you down. And um, to me it was like, oh what a what a question to ask in this pandemic you know, as we talk about losing heart, you know, the question is, what's getting to us? Um, undoubtedly, through this time, something's getting, you know, into the, the, the you know, in through the, the, the things we've experienced, these, all the uncertainty and the hopelessness and change and all the rest of it, because bottom line is, ad- adapting and adjusting to change is just hard enough. <laughs> you know, never mind restrictions, so that's for sure. The things, the things get in. So you know, we hear guard your heart. What, what, what are we talking about? What's guarding the heart all about? You know, guard says to watch over in order to protect, to shield, or to uh, restrict. And then, uh, and then the question has to be: guard from what? Now, I sh- love to shout these things for the rooftops because. Uh, was Eldridge mentioned it, and um, you know I know it's not a category that's sh- that's that's really promoted in the world, but I've, I couldn't I couldn't put it better than these two wee paragraphs. It says the forces of evil surround the city of our souls, and are keenly alert, meaning um, they're eagerly and they're on the ball, ready to attack. They're watching for an unguarded spot. Through which an arrow can pierce and cause havoc. An unguarded, unshielded part. The next wee paragraph in a devotional it says. The powers of evil watch you. As a besieging force. Watch a guarded city. The object. The goal. Always to find some weak spot. Attack that. And so gain an entrance. So, evil lurks around you and seeks to surprise you in some fear. So, a few few wee, uh, you know, words when you say the powers of evil actually watch us as a besieging force. The word besiege is to surround a place with armed forces in order to capture it or force its surrender. And then he says the object is to find a weak spot, attack that and gain an entrance, gain a, gain an opportunity to get in. He says evil lurks around you and seeks to surprise you in some fear. The word lurks is, is this, defined as this, it's to be or remain hidden so as to wait and ambush for someone or something. <laughs> right? It's it's quite a it's quite a uh, it's quite a reality check. Evil lurks around us. It's waiting, watching, remaining hidden, so as to wait an ambush for for, for an entrance, for an opening. Waiting to surprise us with some fear. What surprises do it unexpectedly? Now, this person who was telling me these things, they said this. I'm not a fearful person. Right, this is what jumped out at me so much. The person said, oh, life's very stable. You know, this, you know, um, you know, usually very grounded. But but when she was saying that, I'm not a fearful person, she was really saying, but I'm full of fear. When I heard that, I realised, yeah, just because we've not been a fearful person, you, you know, this explained it to me. It's like, You've been you've, you the e, fear has found an entrance. It's surprised you because you're not usually like this. You're not usually scared to go and meet people. You're not usually scared to get back out the house or go and do things that maybe the restrictions have, you know, taken some of the confidence away in some way. And uh, so, to me, it was like defining this as the re- wake up call, reality check. That yeah, look, it's been difficult for us all. You know, but there's some. This is why, uh, you know, it's not that it's not the water that it's around ships that sink them; it's the water that gets into them, and it's what gets inside the us that begins to cause this kind of contaminated, uh, you know, contamination, infiltration. Like this, there was a sense. I'm trying to be grateful, but there was still this almost hidden sadness and fear. That was that was left unchecked. Uh, It's serious serious stuff. Elders quoted this at the camps, he says Evil evil Disney play kind. He's no nice. Evil it's it's no being nice to us. It's watching and waiting for an opportunity. Waiting and watching for a for a a, uh, you know for us to provide a wee chink to supply an opening. That they can just come in, you know, and cause all sorts of stuff. This is true of my, my, uh, my journey, when I was reflecting upon this. For years, because of the psychosis, I, I had drug-induced psychosis because of... I was out my head with drugs. So, when I was out my head, things get in. Because I wasn't there to say, no, you're not getting in. Things get in, fears, different thoughts that I battled away for years. And in, and in that desperation to get well, I was reading self-help books, spiritual books. One particular was called The Power of Now. And it, it, it offered some, some helpful things. But it offered absolutely warped ideas. And one was res- resist nothing. Uh, surrender and accept everything. Surrender to and accept everything. Now, I had dreams for years telling me I had to do something about the things that was going into my head. But I was listening to these books, and I was getting made and made disempowered. I remember I was on a workaway, a European workaway, eh, over in Poland, with the Prince's Trust. And I remember this epiphany moment I had, when I was sitting in a cafe, eh, you know, battling with these things that was in my head. And I came to the realisation that, what, why am I not doing what I... What, 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 God, through his spirit, was telling me, that was revealing to me for years, I'm still living my life based upon some of this advice I was getting through these other means. Instead of, eh, you know, accepting and embracing the reality that that evil's real, evil does sound the city of my soul, evil is the besieging force watching and waiting to ambush me, lurking around me, trying to find an entrance, and I can assure you, it's only when I embraced and accepted that this, these truths is real, uh, that I, and I started to attack them, started to uh, take aggressive action against these things, the end began to change for me. And uh, so we ask, what are we attacked with? Um, my wee devotion says, fear is one of the enemies, fear is one of evil's most potent forces, weapons. Um, it's powerful and it's effective, um, and you know we. You think of, you just think of, as we as we sit and reflect about you know where where our hearts are at. Where's our hearts been this week? You know, and I know over COVID, the full the full months. How much am I feeding on the wrong things, and then what's getting in? You know the fear, the uncertainty, the fear of poverty. You know the fear of illness. You know the fear of the future, and uh, all all these different fears that are that are you know we just like well they're just thoughts, aren't they? <laughs> but they're actually, you know, it, it, there's it's such a, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it kind of masquerading as concern. It can it can be like you know, oh, the, the, well, this is this could happen. But actually the, the root of it is that that's me. I'm 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 entering into fear here. Um, and uh, so, fear. We talk about doubt, doubting what's going to happen, this uncertainty. And I know we've been in a lot of uncertainty. But for me, it's how do I not lose heart? How do I not lose heart? I have to combat these fears and these doubts. You know, and we remind ourselves, and our spiritual training. Our spiritual uh, disciplines. Our spiritual practices. That I need to take uh, in my inner life. The the battle for it seriously. Take responsibility. To cultivate my heart. So I've been reading and meditating upon this this week. Because I've not heard that a lot. I've not heard that spoke a lot. First John chapter 4 verse 18. Remember they said perfect love. Casts out all fear. Because fear has torment. But this perfect love. The word "perfect" in Hebrew talks, or the Greek talks about a mature, growing love. You know, a trusting love. And it casts out, it throws out, it it it, it pushes out, it evicts and turns out fear. Um. I I was reminded this morning when when I was uh, just praying here. You know what the practical the practical ways of this. How we deal and attack, deal with and attack these, uh, you know, these fears that come into our head. I remember hearing Keith Moore, a minister for America. He was talking about um, he was talking about temptation. And you know, he said, "Temptation's no sin. It's yielding to the temptations. It's it's the problem." And. He he said a a wee story about a guy that he'd heard of, a preacher in America, who went to France for a trip. And he went up the Eiffel Tower, and while he was up the top of the tower, a voice in his head was saying, jump off. And the guy says, the preacher knew enough about what what, what was his thoughts, and what wasn't his thoughts. He goes, no, you jump off. (laughs) I thought, wow. Do you know... Uh, when you look at Ma- Matthew chapter 4, and Jesus' temptations in the wilderness, his second temptation was that very thing, uh, he took him up to the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, if you're, you are the son of God, throw yourself off this temple, jump off, the son of God will know that, that. you'll be alright, and he misquotes scriptures to him, that the angels will be given charge over you, and in their hands will bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone, Psalm 91, but Jesus turns and says, it's written, you no tempt the Lord your God, knowing, no, I'm not doing that, and uh, that's that's part of this uh, battle, Um, you know, that uh, when these things get in, we need to be able to recognise what they are, where they're coming from, and that's not my thought, I'm not doing that, you do it, Replacing we devotional some tremendous stuff, replacing each fear with a promise of God. That's what Jesus demonstrated there. He substituted the lies, the temptations, the fears, the 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 evil uh, suggestions with a promise of God. And I love this fear of illness, fear of death, fear of the future, fear of poverty, Jesus will be with me. Jesus will provide. Uh, Jesus is my healer I, I don't have to fear death and I, 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 I've got my, my, my eternal future secure you know to replace each one of these thoughts that come against our hearts and minds with that it produces a joy that the world didn't give it to me so the world gotta take it away <laughs> um, we're not we're no, we're no meant to let fear enter is the wee the wee uh, thing I quoted at the beginning, it's the it's not it what gets it's not the water around the ship that sinks them. It's the water that gets in. It's the fears. Now with well, the the suicide rate in uh, the UK the UK's up a hundred per cent. What I've just said there about that guy in the um, you know um the Eiffel Tower. It's serious stuff. That's what people are facing, man. Pe- people who've not heard these things. They just think that's my thought. I'm just, I'm just suicidal. You know, these thoughts are coming in. The hopelessness. It's all. It's all. That you know. That that that's that's that they're that they're cloak. You know, covered in. That's what the thoughts lead to. That's what these feelings sort of lead to. The kind of thoughts. You know, sorry for us, but for some listening, um, um, you know what? One thing's for sure, is we kind of lead Jesus out of the equation. Um the the he it says in in, in you know in first John God has love. And Jesus being one with God is love also. So for us to have all fear cast out our lives, for us to live in this sense of uh, safety, trust where trust in faith that keeps our joy, even in the midst of all the tribulation, that we face on earth, um, you know, it means that we have to have him more and more in our lives, so, you know, it's important to invite him in, having him in our lives, I love somebody sent me this during the meeting on Facebook, they said, faith is not knowing what the future holds, but knowing who, knowing him, who holds the future. <laughs> I like that. You know, knowing knowing him who holds the future gives us confidence. It gives us security and this blessed assurance, you know, for a, for the for the future. Um so I read yesterday we were reading I was in my mum's in the open the paper and I have seen an article for Andy Murray. He had the uh, the tennis player. He'd uh, he'd done an interview around his inner life, and he talked about his own mental health problems, the things that he'd that he'd struggled with, how he'd lost heart, how he'd lost hope. You know, after getting really down at times, we are losing in tennis. Uh, you know, his his health and all this kind of stuff, and he basically said this. You know, he he helped he, his family helped him. But he said it helped to keep things in perspective. That's how he get, get through. And I know in the midst of all this assault on our hearts and minds. You know, knowing that this is a reality. Evil's real. It does surround the city my soul. It's lurking around me, waiting to surprise me. Waiting to try and find an entrance. You know, so it's it's important to keep things in perspective. To see things as they really are. So that we don't get discouraged the first wee sign of difficulty, the first wee hurdle we come up against. Um I I really it was really, really um helped this week by, by a devotional that, that that I saw and then read um the um in the midst of my own difficulties, um you know, we we look after my 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 stepson staying with his full time, my artistic stepson, so it's very tiring, you know, you've got needs, special needs, dealing with constantly, and uh, it drains you, and uh, so you can look at the tiredness, you can start looking too much, at just what's in front of you, and, 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 and that doesn't help by either, <laughs> I don't know, we can all relate with that, we can look at the problems too much, we can look at what I'm experiencing, the inconvenience of that I How uncomfortable I feel just now. And uh, it can then take us down. We can get discouraged. But I read this. Psalm 121. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. That's where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. Who made heaven and earth. The devotional talked about. Take your eyes away from all the, 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 the pain. The sordid. The mean the false, the evil, unto the hills of the Lord, away from the fears, away from the poverty, away from the f- fear of the future. Lift your eyes to the hills of the Lord. And it said this one wee paragraph, train your sight by constantly getting this long view. Train it to see more and more, further and further, until tall distant peaks, seem familiar I thought wow it just—it helped me so much that when you're in, the, you're in difficulty you've got a challenging uh, situation to train ourselves to see distant peaks to see beyond this to see beyond where I am just now to have the vision to not just get quit and then get into all sorts of you know danger with the way we react to what's going on right now to be able to see beyond this, I was I was talking to Martin King, up in Port Van, and he t- he told me the story, I think, I think it was Mark Fleming, the sports chaplain guy, had mentioned about, um, what does Ronaldo, he asked the question, what do you think he imagines, before he takes a free kick, and th- you might think, oh you know the ball going in the, you know, the ball going in the top corner, him feeling relaxed, him confident, he says no, he he, he, he feels and imagines and sees the crowd jumping for joy, (laughs) you know, they're they're, they're up singing and he's feeling the feelings of that feeling that he he gets when the crowd responds like that, he's seeing beyond the now, he's seeing beyond the current, uh, you know, uh, challenge to what's going to happen at the end of the challenge and that gives him this sense of excitement and that feelings in the body that's stimulated by that, and uh, the the next wee paragraph talked about, you know, the hills. Listen to this, I, I've never heard this, it was like, wow, what a what a revelation. A parched earth, a dry parched, uh, barren earth, looks to the hills for its rivers, its streams and its life. Right? That's what the psalmist was saying, is look to the hills of the Lord. From those hills come your help. Help from the Lord, who made heaven, who made earth. The commentator Matthew Henry says, um, "He made the world go on, himself alone, by a word speaking in a little time." Therefore, no matter how big or difficult the issues we face, He has the power to rescue and relieve us of them. Oh, oh. So, if to look up in faith, the wee devotional finished by saying. Um, for all your spiritual needs, look to the Lord who made heaven. For all your temporal needs, look to the Lord, the owner of all, the Lord who made the earth. <laughs> oh, I thought that was that was so encouraging. You know, so whatever we're needing, whatever the fears are based upon, we can lift our eyes to the home, to the hills of the Lord, to the, to the maker of heaven and earth. who who is able to supply everything we need inwardly, spiritually, everything we need temporally, all all of our material needs, we're able to, um, you know, look to him for them. So, amen. I'll just finish with prayer. So, Father, we, we worship you today. We praise you that you are the maker of heaven and earth. And we thank you, God, that you want us to live... Full of peace. Full of joy. Full of courage. Full of hope. Nobody losing heart. Nobody eh, having our hearts. Contaminated with sadness. I pray for each soul. I pray for each heart listening. If if that's them God. Lord we can just admit it. I've I've let fear in. There's things get in. Over this time. That don't usually come in. I don't don't usually feel like this. But. It's a reality. It's come in. So I just pray that we. For each person. Just to. I admit that, invite you into it, and I pray that they would take heart from this. That you say in John 16 that in this world you will have tribulation, you will go through hardships, suffering, trials, tests, but be of good cheer. I have overcame the world, and I thank you. Your, your example is you come through every challenge unbroken, unharmed, untouched, you conquered evil. At every point. And I thank you that in your conquering power. We walk unharmed and untouched and unbroken today. So we'll, we, we ask for that reality for each person listening. God we pray that um, God, these truths will find hope. Uh, a place in their, and a home in people's hearts. And God they will rejoice. Oh God that these, these truths are real. And this is what I need to do. If I'm getting attacked in my mind. With fears. With all these uh, evil thoughts that come in. We know what to do with them we guard their hearts we admit they get in but then we start practicing perfect love cast out fear i, I start uh, um developing and cultivating uh, these these truths that god's with me jesus will never leave me jesus will provide for me jesus is my healer I'm accepted i'm uh, I'm loved um so a- any thoughts that come in that that cause that, that cause uh, This heart to be taken out. We know we've got the answer in you. So I pray that for each soul today. In Jesus' mighty name. This has been the Freedom Fighter podcast. Thanks for listening everybody. If you want to connect with our services, or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life, or drop us an email at info at Till next time, God bless you.